This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 237. I'm Eros Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening. And Ian is here. Greetings and salutations. And Mad Cat. Hello, hello. And of course, we have the dumbass himself. How's it going, alligators? <laughs> Not so bad, crocodile. Behind that. <laughs> I mean, like, I just figured we're always saying uh, see you later to alligators. Never, nobody ever says hello to them. No one ever greets them, brings them in. That's because they eat you if you do that. There are some people who own them. <laughs> yeah, they're all here in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's one in, two in Michigan. You know, on the subject of see you later, alligators, uh, they can move surprisingly fast on land once they get going. So, you know, generally speaking, you will see them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they have been known to climb trees. Yes, they have. That is they are the uh, mm-hmm. They are the second most dangerous animal in the world after the cassowary or murder turkey, as it's also. Oh, I thought the hippos were first. Nope. Oh, uh, they've gone won't. down. Hippos won't screw with a cassowary. They, they actually live on an entirely different continent to avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think that's causation without correlation? I, I, I do think I do voice. think that. I do think that. I heard it in your voice, even as I said it. <laughs> hey, um, well. Actually, I read something interesting the other day about, you know, uh, a, a lion or a hippo or a rhino, which is the most dangerous. And, you know, at the top of the thing, he says... You know, everybody knows you don't fuck with a hippo. Um, and, you know, down lower in the article, he says, but hippos don't know that you don't ever fuck with a rhino. <laughs> so, yeah, his conclusion was the hippo's the most dangerous until the rhino shows up. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, but rhinos don't actually go out to specifically kill someone. <laughs> no, they, they do not. I don't think hippos do either, but if you get in their way... If they see a boat, they will kill you well, if you're a little bit too close. Well, I mean, that's well, just that's, that's just normal with territory. a lot of animals anyway. Sure. That's just defending your territory. But they do kill more people than any other animal in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. But so. pointing out that they do have a tendency of trying to kill hippos an awful lot for food. So hmm. if they're trying to kill them, well, of course they're going to get attacked more if they're going after those Okay. Well, and at the same time, we know that African hippos are not nearly as deadly as Jumanji hippos. <laughs> you watched Jumanji, did you? The new one? Yeah. Any, uh, any, any, any animal in Jumanji is about three times as dangerous as its as its African counterpart. So. And five times as big. Yep. All right. Well, anything else interesting? Uh, you know what? I watched the new Hellboy. Which oh, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. You should be sorry. It's an utter piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you had two brilliant movies. Yeah, and then they try and reboot it. And it's like, what the hell? It's st- it started out well, good. It's a different actor playing Hellboy as well, and Hellboy. Uh, you know, David Harbor didn't do a bad job. No, but it was. There just... was no story there. Yeah, that is the problem. The script is definitely the problem. It's not the special effects. It's not the acting. It the script is just really bad. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well then that says something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even 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 an the actors actor in there couldn't save it. Yeah, an actor can't an actor. save something if if it's bad bad uh, content. They're not able to save it. Yeah, no. So I mean, and it started out okay. I I mean, the the way that it started out him with him in Mexico, I thought that was all good. 
but then it like it it's like it lost its momentum and it got choppy and you know the the connection to the the girl you know with um that is was bad and I don't yeah. know, it was just it was just bad it was unfortunate I was looking forward to it and it was it's a piece of trash hmm. has anyone seen the new uh, oh brain work uh with the genie um oh Aladdin, Aladdin? I mm. saw it I enjoyed it okay good uh, I've had no desire to see the Disney live action remakes of their cartoons it seems to me a waste of time okay. Well, well yeah. they're not really adding much. I I saw the Beauty and the Beast where it's like they really didn't do anything. It just let's tell the exact same story, but with live action, and pretend it's a whole new movie. It's like no, come on. I I want new fresh ideas. I'm protesting Will Smith and Blueface. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know. Ha- apparently, Will Smith did a good job. He did a very good job, and and the thing of it is, the Aladdin movie. It actually explains Will Smith being in there. Actually explains um, a lot of his other characters, like Bagger Vance, where he got his powers. Mm-hmm. What? I Bagger Vance. Okay. He got his he got his powers from his descent from the genie. Okay. I I, I haven't seen it, and uh, and I okay. suspect that that's not true. <laughs> it stars Will Smith. I think that's the only link. Yeah. It's the only link. That's that's the only link. Did it? Yep. Did it have a giant spider in it? No. Oh well, then I'm not. Interested. I've not actually You're seen the movie, so I just know it's <laughs> No, actually, it's a, it's a, it's a golf movie. Bagger Vance's. Ooh. The Legend of Bagger Vance. Bagger Never Vance basically shows up to be this, this former golf, golf, uh, I guess, star. Uh, shows up to be his his caddy and help him out. Okay. And help him get his life straightened out again. Great. Well, Happy Gilmore is also a movie about golf. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have Will Smith. And I think that, I think it's the poorer. For- <laughs> uh, yes, it needs Will Smith and it needs um, curling. Will Smith and curling. Will Smith and curling. You know, Will Smith has done a lot of crap, hasn't he? I mean, he has some gems out there, but, but he's done a lot of crap. <laughs> I think that goes for any really good, at, well, any yeah. actor they've gotten some pretty crappy stuff because maybe you, know, you think that when you get to you get to his point that you can you, you you're a little bit more picky i don't well, know i think he's i think he's actually getting quite a bit more picky now but Is he? he had to get to the point where he could get picky you tell me and, you, you tell me a, the, what, what movie meryl streep that's as that's as bad as some of the stuff that will smith has done huh she's canadian oh well okay well okay let's see she's done nothing wrong then <laughs> I, I, exactly. I was halfway tempted to say Mama and Mia. Mama, is that pretty bad? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, you guys don't, you guys aren't going to take my opinion on whether a movie's good or bad because I'm pretty damn forgiving. <laughs> this is true. I found yeah. Mama Mia pretty enjoyable to watch, but it's you know it's a silly musical based on Abba music. Okay, let's let's go back to 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 um to the new Hellboy. Okay. Okay. That is not that is not a silly musical based on us. <laughs> No. Okay, but how did you feel about so that, that movie? So that is where they definitely uh, differ. Did, did you like that movie? So did, in did what you... way is it based on ABBA music? <laughs> so Meryl Streep was in the movie, Lemony Snicket's series of Unfortunate Events, playing one of the worst characters in that whole series. Okay. I'm looking at our IMDb page now. So that I, I, did, I had to put my own problem with the books, but the movie itself was horribly rushed, <laughs> and she was one of the worst characters. Okay. <clears throat> that even in the books, it was a horrible character and a horrible story. 
line for her, her I, character. I would have been terribly so, surprised if you couldn't prove me wrong on that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, Ian, Ian is not to be challenged on this stuff. I, 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 I forgot that, that I forgot it was going to uh, be as a good as, as, as far as the new Hellboy movie, I found it, I found it watchable. Um, it was not as, it was not Brilliant. as the, as the two with, uh, the two that Del Toro did, but it was, it was watchable. It just had the feel of being very, very studio. Yeah. Like, uh, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I thought, it, I thought, I thought it was terrible and I would, uh, um, I would encourage everybody to, um, um, to only watch it while they're, um, doing marijuana. <laughs> Right and watch and his, watch, watch Meryl Streep doing her song in which she cows off Deadpool. Meryl Streep in Deadpool? Ah, uh, that's mm-hmm. Celine Dion. Oh, right. Uh, not, Never, not mind. Never mind. <laughs> but <laughs> but that video for Ashes from Deadpool Two that was that is brilliant. Nice. Nah, that I was love absolutely it. Freaking brilliant. That guy in, in the Deadpool costume. He did extraordinary. All right, Ian Hawk well, shit. I just, no, I, no, stop. I Jeez. Okay. Stop. <laughs> no. No, this is... The, what? We're this, having fun. This is just more stuff for me to edit out. <laughs> That's okay. Ian, hawk your shit. It's comedy gold. Okay. Uh, no, hawk my shit on. again. Okay, okay so... Gonna... <laughs> <God>. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so I have a collection of short science fiction called Onwards Into Infinity. Half the stories had been published before. The other half are brand new. Uh, they all take place in the same universe, even though they're not necessarily directly connected. Some of them are, but you know, have to read and check. It, it's a good series, and it seems to be doing better than I was expecting. Especially, I have it on um, Kindle Unlimited, and out of all my stuff, it's doing the best for Kindle Unlimited. And it's like, okay, that's cool. All right. Hmm. And then, um, of course, I've been cheating around and doing other podcasts promoting myself. Was I um, was I mentioned? Yes, you have mentioned in the past. Okay, well, the, in the past, was I mentioned on this one? Um, you you were not mentioned beyond the trope. No. Oh. Um, the, the, You're cheating um, on us. Yes, I, I I go around and I uh, have a little flirtation with some other podcasts every so often. But this is beyond the trope, where um, what did they proclaim me? They proclaimed me. I, see if I can find it again. Like um, on their website, they said a really cool. Dude or something like that. It's like, cool. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, so they seem to like me. Uh, we actually started off talking about how in the um, my house, we have like weapons in every room. And it's almost a regular thing to every night for someone to go after someone else with either Nerf guns or swords or lightsabers or something. So we actually talked about that for like five or ten minutes. It was a fun podcast to do. My, promoting my writings, which big thing I'm trying to do right now. So check yes. it out. Give them some love. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess, Nightcat, what time is it? Well, apparently, it looks like we do have Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. Why are we getting so much echo? <laughs> echo. This is, it's bad. We're getting a lot of is echo. That? Yeah. I don't know. Check my uh, here. Everybody's echoing. All right. Okay. So we've got here survey shows one um, one fifth of men have been injured while masturbating. <laughs> yes, uh, I found I found this little something to nicker over. Um, 
it's a, of course like not a full scientific survey, just like a survey of the uh, people who responded to this online thing, and just like over a thousand of them. But um, I guess it does go to show that uh, um, that uh, even masturbation isn't completely uh, risk free. Some harmless. people, yeah. Okay, but what uh, there, there, there's some some risk and um uh like uh, it, like we said there like uh one fifth of men and uh, even some women uh, somewhat less of, than that I think it said uh ten uh, percent I, I think their I think their math is off because I'm pretty sure in very few cases would that count as one. What are they doing? What are, what are they doing that that injures them? <laughs> well, remember uh, we have been going through stuff where we keep on saying don't put anything in your cavities well so some some people have re- have um uh reported uh bursting like blood vessels in the eyes or something uh one woman apparently uh uh had an aneurysm while masturbating okay but so it's not them so doing not... dumb stuff while they're masturbating like you know like masturbating with the the frozen the, uh... hot dogs <laughs> Frozen, okay, frozen hot dogs. Um, it, it doesn't mention uh, specifically uh, in this article what uh, most of the if the, if there were any like really stupid injuries involved with that kind of thing. If anybody admitted to that, it did say that um, uh, a certain percentage, I think like uh, five or ten percent, um, reported of the people who reported uh, having been injured masturbating. I uh, said they probably should have gone to a to a hospital to seek medical attention, but they were too embarrassed. <laughs> sure. Which, um, uh, you know, so these are um, not the people who you'd put, want to, you'd want, put their wee wee in a. Uh, well, it it, it doesn't it doesn't give like uh, it, it's possible that some of them could have been those ones. But you know, if you if you need medical help, you know, like don't be too embarrassed just because you did something like uh, sexual in order to to go and admit that uh, you know like. And don't make up any excuses like I fell on my penis or something like that. <laughs> well, no, what's funny about that is that you can actually, you can break your penis. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can accidentally get it stuck in your, uh, in your, uh, zippers or whatever. Yep. We, we've all seen something about Mary. Yep. Frank's, the, how, how did you get the beans above the... 9% of women have, have done so injuring themselves while masturbating. Uh-huh, and uh, 30% of women have reported uh, uh, injuring themselves during intercourse compared to 26% of men. Huh. And I'm just wondering if, <laughs> if you're just using, are you using the equipment wrong, or, it, I mean, what happened? Like My guess is there's probably quite a few stories, quite a few different ways of doing it. Yeah, I, I wonder, I know. But looking at, you know, the, the picture of this woman holding her crotch in here. It, she, it looks like she just looks like she needs to pee. She's got her legs crossed. <laughs> she just needs to pee. She didn't injure herself. She just needs to need pee. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I, I, I wish I had more detail on, on what the what kind of injuries they were. The brain aneurysms, I mean, that's pretty straightforward, but I don't know if that's related to the masturbation. That could be coincidental. Could be. Oh, but, you know, like uh, activity, heightened activity can lead to more stuff like that. Sure, bursting an bursting an eye vessel. I mean that happens. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if mm-hmm. you can if that's directly caused by the masturbation. Pulling a hamstring. Although it's like uh, scratches on the skin. I guess um, you need to be like trimming your nails. I guess before <laughs> maybe before you do this kind of thing. Or maybe maybe, uh, maybe the scratching is uh, uh, what get you into it. You like being scratched, sure. pretending it's somebody else scratching you. Yeah. Or 
don't do it on the rug. Mm-hmm. You, oh, yeah. You think people are getting rug burn? They, they could be. I mean, that's, that's an injury. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, as far as the scratches go, I mean, it's it's nothing dangerous and, and they feel no pain. Right. So these and injuries, maybe these changed, injuries changed, are minor. Changed. I mean, if you're the having scratches, yeah, it depends know. on where the scratches are, though. Well, and I think it says hurt themselves. I mean, so are they whipping themselves? Maybe that's that. That's the kind of stuff I want to hear about. <laughs> Possibly they're scratching and uh, trying to get to the clitoris and everything, and they're accidentally clawing themselves and cutting. Okay, that could happen. People with uh, you know, major uh, fingernails, mm-hmm. special those could hurt. I just heard. I just heard Ian hurt himself while masturbating. Oh, uh, I just thinking about the fingernail thing. It's like, yeah, I can see that. I, I was just picturing uh, the the woman, like uh, I, I think she yeah. clipped her nails, but the woman who had uh, the longest fingernails in the world. How long were they? Uh, oh, God, I don't know, but they're, they're like uh, curled all around and everything. And right. Big, 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 uh, I wonder if uh, if she. Uh, if she could even masturbate with with those things without getting, she might need a she might I need a tool. I don't think she can wash her hair with. <laughs> she probably needs a tool, and that's okay. Interesting. I don't know. They, they, this doesn't go give us a lot of detail, but ninety-five uh, inch. I I think that what we're looking at here is really just a lot more clickbaity and not very. Uh, yeah, not, not very. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I. I realized that this was put in for the masturbation moment, but uh, apparently it was the master clickbation moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cer- certainly it's not like a, a big scientific survey or anything, but you know, yeah. I think it does go to show that uh, sometimes uh, the you know the these kind of things uh, happen. We don't know like the exact number, like obviously still a minority. Yeah, um, but I mean, but, you know, are, just like is, interesting stuff that can happen. Are they counting chafing as an injury, or is it? Are they only counting something more serious? Mm. Good question. We'd have to look at the survey questions in order to. That that might be more fun if we could actually if we actually had the survey questions, wouldn't it? Yeah, if the survey was actually you know if it was actually any good. I mean, it might just simply be one question: Have you ever hurt yourself while masturbating? Sure. They also had during intercourse. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. They so, so two questions. Yeah. Two questions. All right. Just those two questions, you're right. And the other thing about that is that with a survey like this, you may have people that are, you know, either boasting to make themselves seem bigger in their mind. Oh, yeah, I hurt myself. I, I, I did this and I hurt myself. Or you may have people who are putting a, a false answer there just <coughs> for grins and giggles. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Oh, well, here's something about it. Oh, oh, you, oh you have something? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for guys, if they beat off to the point of injury, usually that injury could be something as mild as skin chafing or a more serious condition like Peyronie's disease, which is a buildup of plaque in the shaft of the penis that can result from using too much pressure while stroking. Okay. So there we go. Ex- exercise self-pleasure in moderation. Or what, well, exercise it without, uh, you know, using too much pressure or... Or vary the pressure. Or make make sure you're not doing it in such a way you're going to rip your penis. That would hurt. Oh, it can result in bent rather than straight erect penises, too. There you go. Wow. Hmm. Okay. I think it's time to move Are on. Are you saying you have something against guys who aren't straight? Oh. 
I knew somebody was going to go there. <sighs> well, on the other hand, menstruation is a completely different thing. Well, let's move on to menstruation. So, new what's his <laughs> thinks is his thinks commercial proposes menstruation. This is from yeah. one million moms. So we already, yes, so we already know where we are. Our bigot jackassery of the week is one million moms. And oh, wait, wait, wait! Before we do this, I mean, am am I missing something? I mean, we're talking about that that soup, right? Yeah. So, moving onwards. No, not even linking those two. Not even going to try. <laughs> um, so, anyways, this um, company thinks, which um, I guess they're promoting period-proof absorbent underwear, has launched a whole campaign called Menstration, capital M-E-N, focusing on men. And the ad itself has men going through the typical issues women have with their period throughout the whole video. And then at the end, you have a man and a woman um, making out obviously about to get it on when the man says, um, I'm having my period. And the woman says me too. And basically it ends with saying, um, if we all had them, maybe we'd be more comfortable with them. Basically, you know, given the idea that men, we, and we know men still have comfort issues with them. I mean, we, we have an asshole of a president that just made some comment a few years ago about it. And, you know, from there, wherever. Yeah. So we know there's still a whole big, thing out there from um, men who don't want to deal with it, don't want to think about it. We've seen all sorts of really bad humor. I remember that. I, I never liked the movie Super Bad, but I thought the worst of it was the whole period. I think it was supposed to be a joke. I never understood what the hell they thought they were doing with that whole weird... Uh, but, so, wait, so okay, so know, I, I guess there's a few things I want to I want to clarify. Maybe you already hit them. Where where there so they're complaining about this commercial, and right. this, where, where did this commer where where did the commercial who who made the original commercial? Is this this Thinkst? Thinkst, yeah, T H I N X. Okay, and it's it's been airing apparently on 18 networks across the U.S. Okay, um, and the problem one million moms has with it is because it's blurring the lines of gender and stuff. But all you know, they're, they're, they're all set because of how confusing it's going to be to the kids to have this these issues. Okay. So <laughs> um they 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 want to make sure that we maintain the primitive religious taboos against menstruation <laughs> where women are thought to be unclean. Well, is they that, don't say it, their... but how, how dare you suggest because they even say in the uh, the thing, men do not menstruate ever. Period. It, it's like um we know this, um, but at the same time, that's not the point of the ad. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where the reason I <laughs> put in the one million mom things English. was, yeah, the one, reason I put in all this one million mom things is not just this one thing. This is an example, but I was looking through other um, campaigns and their supposed successes, and it's like, these people really, I, I um, the, the, well, now, the now wait a minute. Wait problems a minute. I have with everything about them. They're, they've had some real good successes. Like they managed to get once upon a time ended when ABC. Yeah. That, that, when they did this. Included the storyline. Yeah, that, that's one of the things like actually NBC had already concluded the storyline and then went and start, started up a second storyline that was nowhere near as good as the original and had kind of yeah. lost its pace and everyone lost interest in it the last few years. And that's yeah. why it got canceled. But no, no, no. It got canceled because One Million Moms came out and protested a lesbian relationship in it. That's the real reason. Well, and Not they, the fact they that got, the show wasn't any got, good anymore. 
they got Lucifer canceled and sent to Netflix. So the, and, lesbian, the lesbian kiss in uh, Once Upon a Time, wasn't there like two, three seasons before they finally gave I, up the ghost? Well, that was one season You before. can't say the lesbian kiss in Once Upon a Time because there was more than one. Yeah, there was actually. You know, but the biggest one was at the end where she kept her to I think you want to look at it in terms of top ten. Mm-hmm. So what I remember for the million for the one million moms is that they had they were going to have the march on um, Washington D.C. and uh, they only got about one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand people to show up across the nation. I guess <laughs> in seventy cities, there's no million. There's no, they didn't get a million moms. Yeah. But so yeah, so you have um, this, which, like I said, to me, I, I completely understood the rationale. It's like if men were going through the same thing, they'd be so much more um, understanding, and that's actually the truth with anything. The, the whole idea of the commercial is, if you walk a mile in this person's shoes, you're going to understand them better and have more respect for them. But yeah, they, of course, take it the wrong way and make it into this whole, oh, my God, they're God. mixing genders. That is so horrible. It's going to confuse the kids. We can't have that. Right. So with all this, how come women feel so creeped out when I question extensively about what period products they use and how <laughs> heavy their flow oh, I... is that day? Well, maybe if your face weren't peeking out of the shelf behind the box <laughs> they just picked up, they'd probably feel a little better about it. Uh, but you so then stop... you go... Oh, go ahead. You go on and you look at their current campaigns. One, a follow-up, they apparently are, are urging Mattel to discontinue the general gender-inclusive doll line that we talked about last podcast. Well, and here's the thing about that is I think that that's going to fail on its own because I don't think that they're really promoting it properly. Yeah, we talked about that last time. But yeah, if it fails, it's not going to fail because of one million moms. Probably not. I don't think that they've Um, done shit. Yeah. They're upset over Disney confirming (coughs) the gay couple in Star Wars Resistance. They're upset over the um, mocking book about President Trump being a pig. They're upset about Kellogg's having a cereal that um, was supposed to embrace um, diversity. Um, but the one that... I don't think they already had that for a while, Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah. actual one that ended up getting me to look at One Million Moms was the first one about Hallmark. Um, was air, Basically, on Hallmark Channel, this is their season where they air the millions of Christmas specials they do that I've never seen the single one of. Um, but they had a commercial for, what was the name? Um, Zola, which I guess is a wedding planning site. You can go to and plan out your wedding stuff. Yeah. Well, Zola. Arnim, Arnim Zola. But Zola.com, a website, not a um, Marvel Comics character. Zola.com, yeah. <laughs> um, they basically did a series of commercials that showed different couples getting married and talking about how great it was to have used the Zola services in order to make sure invitations and stuff were done right. Well, a few of those commercials had a lesbian wedding. Oh, no. For oh, shame. Yeah. And actually, the commercial's really mild. Outside of having a lesbian wedding and having two women kiss, it's not like it's overly you know, sexualized or anything like that. Um, oh come on! I, I must have my butler fan me. <laughs> have a three-way wedding. See exactly how much fun it'd be with them. <laughs> All right, that's the next step. But so, <laughs> one million moms, of course, um, protested and sent it to Hallmark, and Hallmark actually reacted 
by pulling the ads. Well, so Zola reacted by saying, well, then if, if you're not going to let us ad, air our ads like we had agreed, we will then not um, sponsor anything on your channel. So Zola pulls all their ads. Um, and, of course, Hallmark comes out, and this is what really got to me. If you look at the final um, one I say, Hallmark actually comes out and says, well, we just um, avoid being political. Um, anything controversial we avoid. It's like, well, then why did you pull the ad? You know, that that's what started the real controversy. If you would have just played the ads, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But by them pulling the ads, they're still picking a side, whatever they want to believe, whatever they want to try and claim. Be, you know, they started airing the ads. The moment they pulled the ads, they're suddenly picking a side. That's true. And, you know, so it, it really kind of pissed me off, Hallmark's response. Um, and you just say right now, a whole bunch of other people are saying, well, we'll boycott um, Hallmark Channel for because, you know, I'll, so, I, will, I will boycott the Hallmark Channel because everything that they have on that channel is utter shit. It's worse, never, than, it's worse than the Hellboy movie I just watched. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually watched a Hallmark movie. They're terrible. I've never had a desire to. They're the most formulaic pieces of shit you will ever see. That is what I heard. But yeah, so th basically th this whole scandal is what drew me to the One Million Moms and looking what they're up to. And, you know, it, it's one of those absurd things that but and of course one million moms is all about family of course it's family that they determine what the family is where everyone fits into the cookie cutter family ideas that's the family they're all for any other family is wrong well when you say cookie cutter i mean it, it it's very narrow right i mean yeah. it, it's it's very straight it's men women roles right i mean it's yeah th th these are and, and here's the thing is that if that was true and they and, and they were as biblical as they say they were. The women wouldn't be talking in the first place. Yeah, right. They they they're places at home, right? Not not out not out. You know, having you know, creating these conversations. Well, that's why they only could get one hundred and fifty thousand. That's what they right? The million the the other uh, other eight hundred and fifty thousand women. Their place was in the home. Yeah, I mean, the ones that did come there were actually going against the teachings of what they should be doing. Well, exactly. Yep. That 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 is yeah. why this whole thing is. You know, I I watched a video. Uh, a hundred thousand whores march more like it. <laughs> I watched a video yesterday um, that was all about this is uh, this is back in like the eighteen hundreds, and this lady was when she was about fourteen years old. She went out of town to work at a mill and send money back to her parents. She ended up making friends with the son of the mill owner. Um, one thing led to another. She got pregnant. They gave the baby away. And, you know, she went back home. And when they found out that she had been pregnant, they did what is called shunning, which is that uh. essentially she no longer had any contact with her family. She had no contact with anybody in the community, except occasionally somebody would stop by and, um, you know, bring tea or bring a little bit of food or something like that. And, and, um, you know, essentially the conclusion of this was that they, somebody stopped by to check on her one winter and found that she was near death on the floor from starvation because there was literally nothing edible in the house and she had no way of getting it. And she couldn't work. She was essentially a pauper dependent upon people's, people's charity. And people didn't have a lot of it. And it, it, this seems like the same kind of mentality, I guess, what I'm 
getting at here. The one million moms. Yeah. Yeah. To, to bring it back yeah. to our first one, the think stuff. So if, if the their website is she think, so it's t h i n x dot com. So s h e t h i n x dot com, and it, they are period proof underwear. And the idea, I think, is that that you know the the women on their periods can still have stylish underwear, right? And so they yeah. and the, and the one thing that that strikes me right off the bat is the diversity. Diversity. Um. So I mean that they're. There's different size women, different, different women of different mm. ethnicities, um, and and so it looks like so, so they're, they're very much a um, you know they're, they're everything here about this site would probably piss off the one million moms. <laughs> yeah, um, I I didn't I didn't get through their mission um, everything, but I mean I mean they're definitely body advocates, and to me this looks like a really awesome product. Mm. Um, just you know as from a cursory glance, I mean I suppose that. Yeah. Somebody and like I said, the wrong. ad makes sense. I, I thought the ad actually worked really well. Sure. Well, and it makes me think of um, for they have for older ladies or, or, you know, even younger ladies who are suffering from incontinence, they have stylish underwear that's not going to show as being a, being an adult diaper that kind of serves the same mm-hmm. purpose. And I don't hear anybody grip, griping and complaining about that. It, it, this doesn't serve the same quite the same service as a as an adult diaper. Um, you still need to wear well, a pad no, with it, I, right? But but the idea is that it, it's not going to leak and ruin your pants. Yeah. Um, and the but underwear the, looks good, too. The is underwear is stylish. Is that, my point is that this is something to, you know, make somebody maybe feel a little bit better about themselves. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like a and great during product. during that time of the month, it's, it's really good to have so, something extra to make you feel better. Yeah. Besides chocolate. <laughs> They're not cheap. But they do look like they're quality. So, yeah, that I think that this is uh, I, 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 to me, this looks like a great product. So I, I'm not surprised that they're mad. All right, anything else there? Um, uh, think not. So the to go back right the, this holiday. So Hallmark Channel faces backlash. I mean, did it did it make any difference? Really? I don't. I doubt it. Not from what I've seen. And they pulled. And here's the thing: is that they pulled the commercial, right? They, 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 but they didn't. But they're still going to air it, right? Um. Well, I, probably until the contract's done. But Zola said they're not going to. Um. I, I don't know how commercial contracts all work, but um, most right. likely, um, Hallmark's obligated to air so many Zola commercials. Is it just yeah, the commercial? But it's not the commercials. It's not just the commercials that they have a problem with, is it? Is it just the it, commercials? Well, it, um. The, the initial thing was the Zola commercials with two women in it so the hallmark pulled only the, the lesbian one zola came out and said no we're not doing any more um advertising with you then if you're not going to do all our commercials because we're about being inclusive we believe there's a wide variety and diversity of family types yeah we want to um embrace them all if you're not if you don't have that same mission fine we're done with you hmm. so hallmark pulled the ad specific ad and zola said well, we're pulling the whole campaign then yeah, I, okay. I think that's the problem a, with the problem with that is that that kind of that kind of backlash against Hallmark is you're you're looking at the Chick Fil A. Maybe I don't. Yeah. Well, the thing is though, Zola actually is probably getting a lot more attention. This yeah, is this probably is good a good thing for them. Getting attention. <laughs> yeah. But Hallmark is going to get more people supporting it because because they're being bullied by you know progressives. I'm going to say they won't. I'm going to say they'll get more vocal people. I, I don't, but they, but, no, yeah, but I, I don't think yeah. Hallmark's going to have a difference. They have their crowd that's 
and Chick-fil-A itself has a crowd. Yeah. And, you know, they're good food. I'm not going to deny that. Um, well, Hallmark, on the other hand, is not quality, but they have their preset crowd that's always hey, going to split hey, them no hey, matter hey, what. Ian, just because you don't like what they've got doesn't mean that they are not putting out a product to an audience that wants that product. That's true. Don't be slamming <laughs> it. Don't be saying it's not quality. I'll, I'll say it's not quality, but like hold on. I, I don't it's, like it. I don't think it's the quality, is, but that's not necessarily the thing. Right, but it's not quality. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. The, 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 but I, I agree with you about they're Ryan, putting out the product for the audience give. that wants that exact product. They are putting out they are putting out predictable movies with um, with actors and actresses that are girl next door or guy next door who looks good in plaid flannel and that's what the audience that looks for it wants. That's their target demographic and they're doing what their target demographic wants. Okay. So but just because they're doing that, just because they're building something that appeals to their audience doesn't mean that it's good. It may be I mean they they, they still get people no, to watch it. Means it means that it's not good to you. And that's <laughs> all that it means. You don't I'm, I'm like sta- it, that's fine. I'm I'm standing by that as utter crap. Okay, stand by it. It sounds like vulgar porn. It's formulaic <laughs> garbage, right? It, it that, and it does uh, sell. Well, I, I think I know what he's getting at for later on in the podcast. Oh, is that what it is? Well, you know what? If yeah. He, 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 Which well, this will come back, you know, a, a different discussion here shortly. All right. Oh, it's all for certain. No Okay. Hey, so um, I finished a book. Yay! Oh, yay! <laughs> And he means actually reading it, not writing it, because um, you know he, he's a slacker with that. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a slacker too. I thought you talked about anywhere near. Hold on a second, Ian. Um, I've been getting the weird impression the last few podcasts. Are, are you an author? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I guess. Sounds like you got something like, done through now to write more. Here's here's what you I know. Keep, you is, keep hinting subtly at that at the fact that you've written books. <laughs> There's two things that I do that are that are complete crap that that nobody should ever consume, and it's my writing and my podcast. <laughs> Personal podcast? Oh no, I'm talking about this one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, don't insult our listener. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, Howard. I'm sorry, Howard. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so uh, he knows I, not what he I knows. think. I think we established. I don't. I don't know why. Why this is coming on to you like all of a sudden there, Sean? But I think we've established that Ian's a smut king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. The book I followed, and I, and I put this in the victory for common sense. But I think we've talked about this. Um, we've talked about this somewhat before. But I finished the book Unfollow, um, a memory of loving and leaving the Westboro Baptist Church. And this is written, in, and actually in, I got the audio version of it, so it was also read by Megan Phelps Roper. Um, if you don't know who, the, who that is, that is one of the daughters of Shirley Phelps Roper, um, daughter of um, Fred Phelps Roper, who started the Westboro Baptist Church. And yeah, the TED Talk, it's really good. Yeah, I don't she, think he was Fred Phelps Roper, was he? Oh, no, I'm what sorry, he wasn't. Phelps. He was just Fred Phelps. Yeah, the yeah, Roper... Here was Shirley Phelps Roper after she married Stanley Roper. Right. Yeah. They they hire they hyphenated the last name. Yeah. So yeah. So so Shirley. Yeah. So it's just it's just uh, Fred Phelps. And uh, Stanley Roper uh, continued to maintain a policy of no no homosexual uh, no homosexuals in his apartment uh, until it, Jack Tripper moved in. Oh God. <laughs> 
that a Bosom Buddies <laughs> joke? No. Oh. Three's, Three's company. company. Three's company. There. Okay. Right. Okay. Anyway, coming moving on. on. So I think that I think mm-hmm. uh, I, mean, I think the timeline um, has Megan leaving the Westboro Baptist Church um, in 2012, and this one is um, you know this is probably one of the most surprising ones because she she was by far one of the most vocal. Um, you know, uh, of of the people you know that we saw, she was she was the one that the, in the media, uh, she was in the media a lot, and even um, in her mother too was in the media a lot. So they were kind of you know the the um, the front of the church for a long time, but at some point, but at some point, the um, the church basically um, turned on Shirley Phelps Roper, and they they silenced her. But at the same time, and so and Megan at that point took over a lot of her mom's old duties. Um, and so she was. She was very prevalent. She was, um, and w- people knew who she was. And so her leaving was a big deal. And when she left, I mean, it was it was it was silent for a long time because she didn't. She wasn't. Um, she wasn't texting or she wasn't tweeting. And so people didn't. You know, that wanted to know what happened. And I think it took about a year before she finally. You know, before she's finally started talking out in public and talking about her experiences. Um, so the, the book talks a lot about what. Um, the changes that were happening in the um, in the church, them actually the, actually going as far as to to push Fred Phelps out of his own church. Um, the, there was a, a governing body that was established of I think eight elders, and um, and Fred was not one of those. So while he was still preaching there for for a while, at some point he actually um, you know he ended up in hospice care and he was disfellowed from um, from the West West. From the uh, Westboro Baptist Church, so I, I, I the book is good. It, it definitely is um, Megan's experiences and stuff like that, and it's told from her point of view. Um, but it does give us a little bit more insight. I'm not sure that I that how much you know. I, I think we knew a lot. I mean, even on this podcast, we've talked about them a lot. And if you followed them, I'm you know some of the information that's in there is new, and some of it's not. But it, it was it was it was interesting to see. You know how it, it follows a lot of the same kinds of things that you see even with people leaving Scientology, right? So, so getting out of these situations, and you know, the the book changes tone from when she's you know talking about the Westboro Baptist to the point where she leaves the Westboro Baptist, and and now she's got a whole bunch of freedom, and now she's got to figure out what to do with it. So, pretty interesting. The book is pretty interesting, and I and I enjoyed it. Sounds like a good read. Yeah, I thought I thought it was, and definitely, I mean, if. Is as much as you know, we've been following the Westboro Baptist Church. I think they're a lot more silent now. I we don't we don't hear about them as much yeah, anymore. They have faded, and they're still doing their protests and stuff like that. But they do not have the media presence that they used to. And I wonder if part of that is you know after after Megan leaving and stuff like that that they that they might have um, put a lid on some of that stuff. Uh, you know, but of course we'll not, we won't know until the next person leaves. But it's amazing just how many of. Um, of Shirley's kids have left. So um, Megan's older brother Josh has left. Uh, so Megan and Grace have left. And Zach also has left. And I, so I'm not sure how many more of them there are um, that, that are still there. But, uh, but the, you know, there's a, those are high-profile pro, high people leaving that church. And, of course, um, Fred, um, Fred has um, at least a couple of sons that, had, that have left. And, um, and, and we're speaking out against the church. For for a long time, mm. so yeah. 
Anyway, so I, 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 it is a good read, and I recommend. It. It's not, the, it's not going to blow your, do, you know, blow your socks off. It's not the. Um, it's nothing like a crypto. No, it's nothing like this one. It, this is, this is a pretty good story. Okay, so the next one that I have in here. So this is, um, this, this is from the BBC. Um, this talks about a woman called the Crypto Queen and how how she scammed the world and then vanished. Um, and her name is, uh, is this Ruja? I can't, I can't Ruja? pronounce it. She, she's a, she's a Russian woman. Doctor, uh, probably, yeah, Ruja. probably Ruja Ignatova. Yeah. So, um, I, I, and I think that I think that this woman, um, as I was going through this, that the, I think that she is a, uh, she was already a convicted criminal. Um, but probably people didn't know that in, in the West. Um, and actually, and um, so this, this um, and there is a podcast, which I haven't listened to yet, that, that talks about the whole thing. So when, after she went dark and everything. So th- she was promoting a cryptocurrency called OneCoin. And they, she was promoting it and saying basically it was a Bitcoin killer that, you know, in, in she says in two years, nobody's going to be talking about Bitcoin anymore. Everybody's going to be talking about OneCoin. Um, only spoiler, there was no product. This was a, a straight up Ponzi scheme, but man, it was so good. Um, and so you look at the, the investments in, in this one coin. And so look at, I mean, um, there's a graph on here that shows where they got the money. Um, you know, so China, she, she got a lot of money in China, Germany, the UK, the U S Hong Kong wow, and, and some other places. So she had, a, she investors all over the world that were, um, that were doing this. Um, and when you're see here's a so then here's his quarterly revenue, but this is all I mean a lot of this is is bullshit, right? I I don't know I don't know if if you know they, they show these revenues, um this might be what she was pulling in, right? Um but there the but the the actual coin itself was never never creating any value whatsoever. Well, and it sounds like from the article they didn't even have a, a database to run it off of. So crypto coins, they had just yeah, just a very very basic database. Right. So crypto cryptocurrencies work on something called a blockchain, and the blockchain is a set, is essentially a cryptographic um, ledger. And every time something every time something happens on in in Bitcoin, it gets added to this cryptographic ledger, and the ledger is 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 distributed. So it. So when you would so before you can do anything with the you know with Bitcoin like if you're going to set up a mine or anything like that you have to download the whole ledger before you can start mining and then if you and then if you're mining and you and you and you crack one of the hashes it gets added to that ledger and then that ledger propagates to everybody and because it's cryptographically signed it it would be I I'd say it's not impossible to change but it would be extremely difficult to change it and I don't know if it's ever been changed. And so this serves kind of the same purpose as a serial number on a on a dollar bill. Except for I would I, I think is even um is is even more trackable, right? Because every transaction right. is getting tracked. Though that that it you know um I, I've a couple of times I've gone into my gone into my bank and and I, you might know that I, I I like to say weird things to people sometimes just to see what kind of reaction I'm going to get. Really. You do? Yes, just occasionally. Um, okay. I've gone into my bank a couple of times, and I've complained to them that their phone app doesn't work because it doesn't let me – it lets me photograph checks for deposit, but it doesn't let me photograph cash for deposit. So, yeah, it's the same kind of thing except for you can duplicate a serial number on a bill. You, you're you not going to be able to duplicate some, an entry in the blockchain. Yeah. 
So it's le- so so that serial number is is while similar, it, it's not it, it doesn't authenticate the same way. But you 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 should never have two bills going around with the same serial number. If you do, one of them's a fake. Right. Yeah. So so as this went on, you know, um, this this um, this guy, uh, what is his name? It's Tim something. Um, uh, Curry. Tim Curry starts. Seriously. Yeah. I'm it, not making that up. No, it is. It's it's a, a um. She, he contacts this uh, a woman. Her name is Brian. Yeah. Uh, before you before you finish before you finish saying that, I, I would just like the audience to shiver in anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> right, so proceed. he contacts a, he contacts a woman named Jem McAdams, and Jem McAdams is selling one coin, right? And she is um and she's a, she's an advocate, and and this guy is he I, I think that while his intentions were good, it comes off as harassment. <laughs> It really was. They end. So there's a a, a short a clip here uh, of a Skype conversation between the two of them that is just a yelling match, and basically he's telling her, "Listen, this is a scam," and she's saying, "You know, I'm a big girl. I can do what I want with my money." Essentially, I, that that sounds degrading. That I shouldn't. Uh, I, that's not how I want to put it. But her her point is that th- she made this decision, and 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 who is he to tell her that that what he, what she did is wrong? But what he's saying is, yes, but you're you're being scammed. If I saw somebody stealing your purse, I would stop them. Right. And um, um, and while this conversation seems to not go well, it gets her to ask questions. Um, and she starts asking, okay, where's the blockchain? Right. She she finds out that that's something that is supposed to have. She asks for the blockchain. Guess what? Blockchain doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, they because tell they her that. Thing off, and then they ask somebody to do a blockchain later on. Right. They yeah. They but and you would think that somebody would be able to do that. Um. You know, if you have that, if you have the right money behind it, you can do it. But if you do, but if you're already essentially trading the coins without the blockchain, you've already done it you're wrong. Not, you're not trading anything. No, you're not trading anything. It, it's vaporware at that point. Right. Um. They have a SQL database, and so. All, it seems to me that you know they talk about how they log into this website and they can see the value of their one coins going up, but they're not going up, right? It's a Ponzi scheme. You know that you know that the, the backend's being manipulated, right? There's there's nothing behind it. They can they can make that stuff go up and down at will um, because it's not really trading anywhere. Um, and, and so so even though this conversation didn't go well, it did get her to um, to start questioning, and I think she finally got out. The other one that they talk about is a guy who was already a, um, you know, he was already an ML. He already was had a downline from from some multi-level marketing stuff that he does. So this guy's already made a whole bunch of money from multi-level marketing, and so he shifts his downline into selling one coin, um, and then and then but then he gets the same information. He he starts pulling out right. So um, it it starts to break down, and then at some point she just goes dark, um, and that's a ways down here in the article, but. Um, you know, they they talk about the money and um, yeah. the the, the yeah. whole thing was um, it's quite it, it's quite interesting the, how this whole thing uh, breaks down. And I haven't spent as much time on it as I would like, but the the bottom line is that you know these things it, it, they they always sound too good to be true, and typically they are right. Multi level marketing is usually just a big scam. They're usually just pyramid scams. 
the difference is that you know that the, the multi-level marketing, as long as it's got a product, it's not technically a scam. But one coin didn't have a product. It was it was it was a pyramid scam. Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the one coin cryptocurrency based on Beanie Baby value? <laughs> that's right. That's that's, a, that's where they they were tracking Beanie Babies. <laughs> Yeah, but there's another that Beanie Babies is different in that because there was an actual product there that people thought was going to make a whole bunch of money. You know, so there's these huge investments in. I mean, they got the Beanie Babies at least, right? <laughs> I have the Cougar. Counts. Yeah. yeah, Beanie Babies is, is an interesting phenomenon. We covered we've covered that before too. Yeah, but I mean that was that's a really good example of a of an extremely artificial collector value system. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But I just the, wanted them because they're cute and because sure. they come off with our names. Right, There's but what were you willing Cougar to pay for Cougar and one? Leopard. Uh, were you willing to pay hundreds of dollars for one of these things? Or one of the no, but I was yeah. willing to pay about $50 just to get the Leopard because Leopard was very hard to get. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, the, these kinds of things um, happen all the time. I, I recently found out that I, I had gotten, um, when I bought my um, my furnace, I ended up with a, um, um, they were essentially... The, they were essentially selling me insurance. So <laughs> I, I and I didn't and I didn't catch it at first. And I now remember talking to the guy and I thought I told him no, but um, I had all these charges for you know one hundred thirty dollars a month for something called credit security. And I finally I I, I did some googling. It's it's <laughs> it's a it is a big scam, but it's but it's a legal scam. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the warranties in general. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, Brian, you should have gone with a Linux furnace because I understand <laughs> the source code. The source code is free. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, but uh, you know, when I, I, um, so I was pissed now because it, it was, it was $1,300, which isn't the end of the world, but that's a good chunk of change even for me. Mm-hmm. It is. And, but I noticed that I, that when people call and complain, they just take it off. They, they just, they give you all your money back. And one of the big problems with these with these scams is that, is that- uh, and like Chase and other credit card companies stop doing it. But when you if you do lose your job and try and do it, you know it's it it's a, oh well you don't qualify. So I've been paying all this fucking money and I can't use this damn thing. You know when I actually need it, and that was that's so it's Synchrony so Bank. Um, that that, that that's so the they're not checking plan. before they even get it done. Well, it, it doesn't matter. The whole thing's a scam. I'm it sorry. Is. If 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 you have if you have a uh, a loan from Synchrony Bank and Synchrony Bank is a huge lender, um, then and and you have the credit card security thing on there, you should call right now and and tell them you know call up that that line and say, listen, this is this is it. I want my money back. I got mine back. The fact that they're giving the money back without much of a hassle sounds to me like they don't have much of a leg to stand on. Exactly. They don't really want this to go to a clash action mm-hmm. suit. It's it, it's it, and and it's better just to to, to hope that not everybody's going to see it and just to bank on the fact that, you know, you can get it. And I'm sure that it was on that damn paperwork. I rem- I thought I told them no, right? Cuz they cuz as you're going through that paperwork, but they go through it. He went through it so quick. And I'm sure that Brian, that's how they get paid. Brian, you know that means yes. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but here's the thing is that I, I should I should have known right from the beginning because this is essentially a no interest loan for what for like five years, right? So I'm not so I, unless I, unless I miss a payment or something, um, I I don't owe any of the interest or stuff like that. 
So, but so, but the way that the way that they're getting people is by putting on this is credit security scam, right? That's how they're making money. And I'll tell you what, it's a heck of a lot more money than the interest is. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. The fact that they all. you call you call them up and you complain and they just they just give you your money back because they know it's a scam, right? But if everybody gets their money back when they complain. There's no class action suit. You got your money back, so now you haven't been harmed. Exactly. So they look at it. Yep. And and I think I think legally that that's correct that they're willing to just give you your money back. But enough people have that on there and don't realize it, um, and and that's how that and that's how they're making their money. Well, also there's a certain amount of time, if I remember properly, uh, you have only a certain amount of time to be able to us. Uh, say anything about it well i and don't know what, that, what is it i don't know what that time frame that. is i have no idea what that time frame is mine was um it wasn't a full year but i got right. it i got everything back they did they they didn't there was no question and they said well uh, you know you're sure you want us to cancel so i'm like yeah i want you to cancel i didn't want it in the first place and they yeah. gave me, and i got mm-hmm. my money back yeah well they don't want, want to draw attention to what they're no, doing no they really don't yeah, but but I fell for it, right? I mean, I I got this loan that I thought was a good loan, and it was free. And I thought that the the reason was because the person who sold it to me had to pay it upfront thing. Um, that's what he that's what he insinuated. Um, but now I wonder what what you know if it's just that that whole credit security thing is the real scam. Yeah. But he, I got the furnace, and I got and I have this loan that I'm still paying off, right? Um, and the reason that I, I, I found this out is because I, I had a late payment. And so I, so I started auditing the account because it, it seemed like it was not, um, I owed more on it than I thought I should. And that's how I found it. So, you know, the other thing is auditing your accounts, you know, auditing, your, oh, yeah. you know, and, and, and checking aware, those out. Be, be very much aware of where your money is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And well, even, I also got caught up in this one. Uh, they, they called about my an account that my husband and because David was the uh, main owner of it, they talked me into getting it because we can call anytime and fix it up and all that other stuff and say no. So I did that. Then David and I talked about it. He said, get rid of it. And we decided together that it wasn't good. So I called up and they said, well, you can't cancel. Why? Because you're not the main name on the, on the account, so, so but I'm on the account. You, you were not the main person, so you couldn't cancel it. Even though you Correct. couldn't, even I though could you get it, but I couldn't cancel it. Oh, that is that is wicked bad. Yep. So, so Hubby had to call and do it himself, and he reamed on them about that. Yeah. So that's bad. Yep. So, and I mean these these companies take advantage of people, and if you're not paying attention. Yep. 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 And they do it everywhere. They do it on phone. They do it on yep. email. They do it on. I think they even do it on Twitter. Twitter. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess one of the one of the main things is like when my when my furnace was down, I was in a hurry, right? And that. Yeah. And, and even though, and I I called around. I got the best price on the furnace. I knew I was going to have to get a loan somehow. And there's a lot of these, you know, if, um, no interest loans going on. And and it's mm-hmm. and if if you are not paying for that money then then you're the product in some way and in this case it, it was that you know it, it was that it was the scam they attached to it yeah and even though now they don't get they're not getting my money off of that other people are still involved in that scam and and those and those people are paying for um for my money essentially i think 
And you're right, there. there's probably a limit to what they'll give you back. I don't know what that limit is, but also, like Max says, they don't want to call attention to themselves. No, they'd just rather give it back and be able to continue on. Right, yeah, because it, because maybe I won't make an I won't make a hell of a lot of noise, you know. But if one person hears the hears me that listens to this podcast and goes back and reviews their account and gets some money back, that's a win for me. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, do it. Get your money back because these are bonsais. Yeah, but yeah. So I I mean, yeah, and so even I'm, as even as skeptical as I am, I, I I still manage to fall. I still manage to get roped into that somehow. All it takes is a little bit of fast talk, and if you're just off your balance yep. in the first place, fast talk, off balance, poof, you don't even know what you got. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. Yep. You're right. All right. I got talked into encyclopedias once. Oh, there you go. There's another one. Mm-hmm. That's been a big one for a long time. <laughs> Well, I traded my cow for these magic beans, but uh, I'm pretty sure that these will benefit me in some way. Uh. <laughs> uh. Careful where you plant those they, things. All right. What do they we got might here? be just as good as Barty in the terrible, horrible, no good movie. What, 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 what do we got? Is it, are these all part of the same thing? Marty They're all part and, of the same thing, but do we want to put them off till next podcast? Um, no. I think go ahead, because when I edit this okay. down, we'll be okay. All right. I, I, I've got people missing. Oh, I see. Is that why? We can put it off. Then we can do that. Um, the fantastic Then we could add more to it, too. Okay. You want to put that off? You want to end on my scam? Huh. End on the scam. Okay. Well. End the scams. Let's go ahead. Oh, yeah. You got a, you got a, a menagerie that's mad at you. Yeah. All right. Well, What's say, their problem? Say goodnight, everybody. Oh. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> You've made it this far. That's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.